Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Are you a sharent? If you are someone who regularly shares pictures of your kids on social media, do you ever ask for their permission? I share pictures and stories about my kids on social media. I kind of feel like it's a decision for them, not me. Today, we're going to look into whether we should be including kids in the decision to share their image on the internet and what we can do to make sure we don't create a digital footprint that's going to be a problem for them in the future. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. The eSafety Commissioner has just released an online safety for under fives booklet that aims to tackle the key online safety issues for children from birth to five years old. Under the section titled Be Kind, there's a subheading that says Ask permission before taking and sharing photos of your child. It goes on to explain that we need to be asking permission from an early age, inform them as to who might see it, why you want to share it, and respect their decision if they say no. It says it may seem silly to ask permission from a two-year-old, particularly as children can't legally give consent to share their image. But the point is to model consent and respectful data-sharing practices, and that this practice will come in handy when they start to share photos online too. It ends by saying, be mindful of what you share online about your child, as this may form part of their lasting digital footprint. So how do you feel about sharing images of your kids online and should you ask before you post? Two people in the Mamma Mia office who sit on opposite sides of this fence are Mia Friedman and Holly Wainwright, also two-thirds of the Mamma Mia Out Loud podcast, where they have discussed the issue of sharenting before. Mia, on one hand, is very conservative with what she shares about her children online. Yeah, look, there's so much that is discussed about what kids should and shouldn't be allowed to share in terms of rules. But I think that there really needs to be a two-way street. And because I guess my kids are a little bit older, they grew up right smack bang in this time of sharenting. I've had a lot of feedback from them about how they feel. So, for example, my youngest son said to me a few years ago, Mum, do you know if you Google Mia Friedman's kids, pictures of me come up and in one of them I'm wearing a nappy. Now, in actual fact, it wasn't him. I was holding someone else's baby. But I think that when your kids are younger, you don't realise what will then be embarrassing to them as they get a bit older. And I mean, even the fact that they were a baby or a toddler or wore a nappy, that is hugely embarrassing to them when they're at a certain stage of their life. 
And I kind of feel like it's a decision for them, not me. And I, it's a little bit different for me because I'm in the public eye. And for other people, everyone has to take that decision for themselves. And I'm not judging people who want to share photos of their kids. But I know now my kids are 11, 14 and 22. And we all ask each other pretty much whether we can post photos on social. And I'm never allowed, my, my kids would never let me post photos of them on social. While Holly is more relaxed about it. I share pictures and stories about my kids on social media, both for work to an extent and in my personal life too. And I think that that is a decision that every parent makes with their child when the child is older. But obviously before your child can express an opinion about that, you do have to make that call yourself. And my personal line on it is that I have boundaries, of course, about what I will share and what I won't. I certainly won't share anything that's um, very intimate, um, anything that's enormously embarrassing, anything to do with medical situations, anything to do with, you know, emotional situations. But I really think that if we're trying to raise kids from women's lives when they're mothers, we are doing them a disservice. We're We're doing the women a disservice by saying, oh, you know, you can't talk about that part of your life. And I think that one of the wonderful things the internet has given us is a community for women to be able to brag and offer assistance and help each other through all the shitty difficult bits and understand that we're all living in the same big chaotic mess when it comes to parenting that we didn't really know before we saw what everybody else was doing on the internet. Of course, if my kids expressed that they did not want me to do that. And I know that that's very likely because a lot of mothers around me say their kids get to a certain age around adolescence and they just say, stop. Of course, I would respect that. So should we be posting pics of our kids online at all? We asked eSafety Commissioner Julie Inman Grant. I think that horse has bolted. Of course, we're going to share our photos on social media Facebook and Instagram have become our global photo album, for instance. But what we should be doing is engaging our kids in their online lives and when it's age appropriate and they are able, engaging them in conversations about respect, about responsibility, about consent, but most importantly, modeling those behaviors for them so that they have the foundations when they start going online on their own. So what does that mean? I know that there's been some discussion about from maybe as young as two, asking kids permission to post their picture on the internet. But how do you explain to a kid of that age what the potential repercussions are of having a digital footprint? How do you make it be known what they're giving permission for? Well, this really isn't about asking your children explicit permission. It's about modeling consent. So obviously you need to have these conversations at an age appropriate time when they understand issues like consent or respect. But I have to tell you, I was surprised when my four-year-old twins were about to go into kindergarten. They were about to turn five. I asked them, can I take your picture um, in front of the school in your uniform so I can post on Facebook for granny and granddad? And one of my twins actually said, well, mommy, what if I decide I don't want my picture up there later? And I said, hey, I'll let you choose which picture you want to put up there. If you decide later, we'll take it down. So they had a knowledge of what Facebook was and how we use it. And, you know, occasionally I'd show them pictures of their auntie and uncle or their cousins. So, you know, 
kids are learning to swipe before they can walk and talk. And 42% of Australian two-year-old toddlers have access to a digital device. So while it might seem far-fetched, we are handing over digital devices. We can't leave our children to their own devices. Are there some rules that parents should be considering before they post pictures of their kids online? I mean, consent or otherwise, are there some basic rules for do's and don'ts when it comes to sharing your kids' pictures online? You know, obviously our job as parents is to protect our kids. It's also to share milestones, of course. So what we want to make sure that we're doing is not share personally identifiable information. Sadly, there are nefarious people out there with malintent. My investigators see this online every day. Very innocent images can be harvested for the dark web, for sites for very, very bad people. But we we can also set our parental controls. We can set our privacy settings for just for friends and family only, perhaps not for the entire world to see. So there are protective behaviors that we can take because we are creating our child's digital footprint. And while they don't understand it now, they will very much understand it as they mature. We talk about sharing like it's a bad thing. Putting pictures of your kids on the internet is a bad thing. But there's got to be some benefits to this too, right? They're going to grow up and not have to hunt down photo albums that they may or may not exist in because they're the first or the third child. They will have a little snapshot of their parents' lives that our generation never had. They'll be able to go back and look at their own parents and see who they were before they existed. So there's definitely some benefits to having that digital footprint from a young age. Oh, totally. This is not a binary question. Technology isn't all good and it isn't all bad. But we're not just talking about technology. We're talking about humans interacting on that technology. And we're talking about impacting human behavior. So what might seem funny to us could end up being embarrassing. I just think we need to be thoughtful and think before we post and think about the footprint we are creating for our kids. We could create an incredibly positive footprint for them if we're mindful. So how do we safely share pictures of our tiny humans without leaving them with a digital footprint to contend with when they finally reach the point that they're navigating the internet themselves? Kira Pendergast is a cybersecurity expert and the host of Mamma Mia's Safe on Social online course. Kira, what are the do's and don'ts of sharing images of your children online so that we don't create something they then have to deal with later on in life? So there's a couple of ways that you can look at this. So if you do have family and things overseas and you want to share photos of your kids, I would even suggest that you go so far as writing a little family policy so no one's taking screenshots and sharing them beyond that group. I would also look at things like make sure there's no school uniforms in photos, check the privacy settings regularly, even location services. If you're at a school and take a photo of your child, for example, and tag or check in to that school, you're telling the whole world exactly where your child goes to school. And one of the demonstrations I give in my talks is showing how easy it would be for me to pull up outside of school at three o'clock in the afternoon or anyone for that matter and do a search of the school via the map and see what photos have been posted publicly and often you see parents have posted photos of their children with their full name all of those kinds of things in school uniforms so it can become a really big privacy risk especially with really little ones the other thing that tends to be a bit of a trend in this space is parents setting up hashtags for their kids' names. 
And then once you've seen that once, you literally click on the hashtag and you could see 500 photos. The other thing we need to consider is the flip side of this. As a child gets older, what they want to do when they grow up could be really severely impacted by a parent oversharing photos of them when they were younger. So it might be that they end up wanting to be, you know, an international intelligence officer or something like that. And if you've created a whopping big digital footprint for your child, it can't be erased. So there's photos and facial recognition technology and all of those things that could have an impact on their job prospects in the future. Are there any, I know you mentioned like those first day of school photos and not having them in their recognisable sort of logos and uniforms and stuff. Are there any photos in particular that we should avoid as parents posting? I think you just really need to be careful. Kids hate it. For one, as someone who speaks to kids from kindy all the way through to grade 12, the amount of like collective eye roll I get from kids that when they go, oh, mum posts all these photos of me or, you know, that they don't like it. So we need to start asking as young as possible for their permission to post photos so that they've got, you know, there's two things there as well. One, they've got a little bit of control and they feel a bit empowered. But the second thing, of course, is that you're teaching them the respect of asking other people about photos before they share them as they get older. So I think be careful of any photos like that we used to do when we were kids, like, you know, photos in the bathtub, photos running around naked all of those kinds of things, you've got to think there is a dark side to the internet where those photos might end up. And then if you've got those sort of photos and then you're piecing together information about where they go to school and all of that stuff gets really creepy really quickly. Kira, that's the negative side of the argument. How do we positively create a digital footprint for our children? Yeah, so that's a really good question. The best thing and what I advise high school kids to do is like, for example, on Instagram, they can have up to five accounts. So once they've turned 13, which is a recommended age guideline for it, they could start to think about what they want to do when they leave school and focus one of those Instagram accounts towards that. So it might be photography or music or art, or even if they want to be a chef, for example. So if they have one account in their real name that only talks about how they want to be a chef when they get older. So cooking, healthy lifestyle, photos of recipes and things that they've cooked. That way, when they get older and apply for a job as an apprentice chef, an organisation might Google search them. That will come up first. It will support their resume because it's this really well curated, you know, effectively an online advertisement for the fact that they want to be a chef and that they're really passionate about it. This episode of The Quickie was produced by Melanie Tate with audio production by Ian Camilleri. You can send feedback to us via email, thequickie at mamamia.com.au, via Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. 